Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Sci-Fi Wise Guys podcast. I am your ever-apologetic host, Anthony. And I am the ever-undying host, Chris Voorhees. And today, that's that's the doxing yourself. <laughs> uh, today, uh, on the, the last episode of Horror in Space Month, do it, Chris. Horror in space. In space. I wanted to come uh, a little bit more of a somber tone. A little bit more of a somber tone. I'm going to bring it down a little bit, and I wanted to, um, I wanted to to make a formal apology. I think we we're our content creation arc. I don't really think of it as content creators or podcasters, but it, it's a it's close. Our content creation arc, Christopher, has has reached a new level in which I am giving a public apology. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to put some funny music over it. I'm going to put that the the rain on the pane of glass filter over me saying, I'm very sorry, Christopher. Uh, you've done a lot to me that deserves retribution. And I haven't forgotten those things, but I feel like making you watch, <sighs> making you watch the 2001 American science fiction slasher film, Jason X was maybe just a step too <laughs> far. <laughs> I hope you can forgive me. <laughs> well, is this your first time seeing this movie? No. But so in my wanted, defense, so you wanted my to defense, do it again, is what you're saying. My defense, I did not remember it. So I was 19, and I think there were girls in the room. I did not remember this movie. I thought I had seen this movie. Hmm. But I apparently had not actually ever seen it, so I watched it for the first time today. Um, oh, you! Oh, that was fun. I'm sure it was. <laughs> I'm sure it was. Uh, yes, Jason X. You already said it. 2001 American science fiction slasher film directed by Jim Isaac, written by Todd Farmer, starring Lisa Doeg, Lisa Ryder, Doeg, uh, whatever her name might be, Lisa Ryder, Chuck Campbell, and Kane Hoder. 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 In his fourth and final appearance as Jason Voorhees, no relation. <laughs> that's, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> so I something I didn't know. So okay. So I've seen this movie before. I saw this movie. Uh, I was couch surfing in 2005, and uh, as was tradition back then, there like there was almost always somebody. If you had more than two people living in an apartment, if you had more than two dudes living in an apartment, somebody had one of those CD binders full of DVDs. And that was, that's so, like, I see you nodding along, Chris. Mm -hmm, you know exactly mm -hmm, what I'm mm -hmm. talking about. Yes, yes. Uh, a few years after that, you had your friend who just had piracy <laughs> back when it was both easier and harder at the same yeah. time. Uh, harder, anyway, to, so this, harder to find someone yeah. that would be willing to do it. <laughs> yeah, I think it, we could talk, you know, this isn't a piracy well, review I did, podcast. I, I don't. I don't want our ISP sending me letters in the mail telling oh, me that. Sure, sure. Uh, I never got a letter. <laughs> I mean, it would get shut down, and I'd get an angry email. <laughs> but, but I only needed to download every once in a while. Uh, I rem I, re I remember. Um, I didn't have internet for a little while. I was moving between places, and I, I settled in a new apartment. Now I'm off the rails. We we'll save that story for later. 
back to the story, couch surfing in 2005. And they had a bunch of, they were a big horror fan. So they had a bunch of just low rent horror movies. Like I remember I watched fear.com, which by the way is pretty bad. Pretty bad. I saw fear.com in theaters when I worked at the theater. Yeah, I wouldn't pay money for it either. Well, I had I had to screen it, so I didn't pay. Ugh. I was paid. Okay, that would be one way of doing it. That'd be one way of doing it. Uh, anyway, so I remember watching Jason X, and the only thing I really remember about, or really remembered about this movie was maybe like 30 minutes into it, the first time I saw it, however long ago that was, realizing that I had not seen another Jason movie. Like this was my first, I say Jason movie. I hadn't seen anything in the Friday the 13th franchise. I watched Jason X and yeah. I watched Freddy versus Jason fairly close together, like within a month or two of each other. So this was my first Friday the 13th film. And let me tell you, they put their worst foot forward. <laughs> they okay. really, like we've watched some trash, Christopher. We've watched Angels Fallen, which is getting a sequel We've watched <laughs> Alien Warfare, which is a, you know, mixed reviews, mixed reviews. We've seen the beyond, right? <laughs> we watched whatever that movie is where Worf teaches a dude that he's an alien and people's soul are the manna of the earth. I can't remember the name of it. It's not important. And yet somehow, Christopher, somehow Jason X takes the cake. Yeah. What happens in this movie? I just want to point out that that whatever movie you the movie that you described we're not sure exactly what happened is the first time I think a professional has ever clapped back. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to we don't need to get into that, but yeah, um yeah. He listened to our review and then uh re- told us that we need to work on our editing, which is always fair, always working on that and yeah. our fonts. Yeah. I'm not sure what fonts are for a podcast. I'm pretty sure this is an auditory medium. I guess now that we're doing some videos you know what? I'm going to start changing the fonts up just to see if like, <laughs> oh, I should get a bunch of fonts together, yeah. email the guy and be like, Hey, Which can you help me pick out a font? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, let's, let's get some facts out of the way. Let's get some facts out of the do way. That. Don't do that. Yeah. Uh, over here uh, on IMDb, this is sitting at a much too high 4.4 out of 10 stars with 60,000 ratings. Uh, the blurb reads, Jason Voorhees is cryogenically frozen at the beginning of the 21st century and is discovered in the 23rd, 25th century and taken to space. He gets thawed and begins stalking and killing the crew of the spaceship that's transporting him. Not going to lie, uh, in the first 20 minutes of this movie, I, I, was, uh, I was worried that I had hallucinated them going into space <laughs> and that it was going to ruin horror in Space Month. But they do eventually get to space. Evil gets an upgrade. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, sorry. I'm not showing this. <laughs> oh, look, let's look at this poster. Hold on. Uh, uh, we were showing it at actually, the beginning. But like, it's not it's a, a terrible really poster. poster. It's yeah. a really, really good poster. Except for, like, I think Lexa Doig is naked in this poster. And I don't think she's naked in the film at all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to hide this poster and just where you can see, I, I see here at the bottom of it, it says jasonx.com. So I'm opening a new tab, Chris. Ooh. I'm going to J A S O N X.com. I'm clicking enter. This website is currently not available. Oh, you're <laughs> darn it. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's a warner brothers.com landing, uh, moving on to rotten tomatoes. 
Let's go on to GoDaddy and see if we can Let's get that Let's see. Domain. 19% tomato meter with a 25% audience score. Critics consensus. Jason goes to the future, but the story is still stuck in the past. That's <laughs> clever. That's real clever critics consensus. I bet they're real happy about that, whoever they are. Oh, man. Metacritic. You can get Jason. Oh. You can get Jason's x.com I, for for one penny <laughs> ooh, maybe Just slide that sucker right up next to wolf wolfpedia.net <laughs> wolfpedia.net gosh uh jason x metascore of 25 generally unfavorable user score of 7.5 generally favorable is this a joke christopher 76% of Google users like this movie. Hold, hold on, hold on. Uh, let's see. Letterbox. Okay, Letterbox down to 2.1, so a 4.2 overall. Uh wait, this this is not this is not a blurb. This is this is way too much. <sighs> okay. Why is it a 7.5 on user score for on Metacritic? Because the people that the people that w- oh. want to watch Friday the 13th movies are gonna rate this thing really high. Uh, there's, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what this guy's saying, but I don't think I agree with it. It's in Cyrillic. Yeah. Let's see. Can I try? Can we translate that? You can try. Translate section to English. Oh, here it is. They're jokes. Uh, here's a 10 out of 10. This movie revolutionized the teenage murder genre by going into space. Steven Spielberg took a wild turn with this entry, and it clearly paid off, earning him 40 Oscars and $20 at the box office. <sighs> okay. Uh... So I'm not going to read the entire Cyrillic article or whatever. Oh, sure. Uh, But he says, finally, they came up with the idea of freezing the criminal. Let's say I immediately remember Destroyer 1993. Hmm. So what is Destroyer 1993? Uh, I think they might be thinking of Demolition Man, Mm. which came out in 1993. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, if you think of that every time somebody gets chronic, I mean, I think of it every time somebody gets chronically frozen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like a demolition man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I, I've kind of given away the goat with the uh, the entry here, uh, with the uh, intro, I should say. I did not care for this film. <laughs> Hated almost every moment of it. Uh, I laughed. I I laughed at things I don't think were supposed to be funny. And I laughed at things that I think were supposed to be funny, but for completely different reasons than they intended. I, I'm actually going to go out on a limb and say that this isn't horror. <laughs> it's a comedy. It's a gory comedy. <sighs> okay. When that guy gets screwed, though, that was pretty good. <laughs> that might be the best part of the whole movie. He's screwed. <laughs> Who says that about their friend who's dead in front of them? Who says that, Christopher? They just They were just sitting. They're just sitting on that. They were like, man, like they first went in there, right? <sighs> so like um, they're they're grunts and they're like, they, they first go on the ship, they're getting a tour and uh, the, the, the sex bots like, hey, this is, you know, the engineering section. This is the cargo section. And they're like, that person walked up to that object and was like, oh man, I hope someone falls on this because then I can say they're screwed. Oh my God. What did you think of this movie, Chris? Why tell me tell me what you thought about it? Uh what were your initial thoughts and opinions and 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 tell the people why it's your favorite Friday the 13th movie. <laughs> so, I've got a real problem with a lot of these slasher movies. Okay. Like Nightmare on Elm Street I think is a little different because Freddy invades your dreams. At least he used to. I don't know if he still does or not. But he like invades your dreams and then kills he's, you in your dream, right? He's not real though, right? So like he doesn't I, I don't know. 
I'm just oh, saying. Okay. I'm, I'm just saying in the movie. No, yeah, like, yeah, sure. yeah. He 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 invade like he makes you think that you're awake, and that's where he gets you killed. So that's a little different because you're subconscious. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, like it's mm-hmm. it's whatever, right? Sure. Um, my problem with a lot of these slasher movies, like the the unkillable killer, is that in order for them to function, everyone has to be a complete idiot. Every single person yeah. involved. It doesn't matter who you are. You could be the heroine, the hero, the first person murdered. Everyone has to be an idiot. Every single person involved. So I can't really take these movies seriously because like, it's easy to be a Monday morning quarterback and say, well, this is what you should have done. This is what you shouldn't have done. All I can say is that if I open a cryogenic, if, if I open a room and there's someone laying on the floor with a, with a, a, a lacerated abdomen. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I look over and there's a cryogenic pod. And in that pod is a guy holding what appears to be a large bladed weapon. And then there's a hole in that cryogenic pod right around the height of this person's abdomen. The mm-hmm. last mm-hmm. thing I would do is open the pod and take the person out. You mean like uh, any sort of basic investigative skills? Yeah. No, for- it's just. I'm I'm surrounded by morons. That's what I, I feel like. Dark helmet. I'm just surrounded by morons. I got a lot of problems. One, why did Homegirl walk up to the pod when Jason was in it, and why did she re- almost repeat her mistake 45 minutes later when he's trying to break down a door and she walks up to the door? Like, are you serious? Like the fact that she survived that instance. Like I was like, I'm sitting there like this is what a really shitty movie would do this. And then they didn't do it. And I'm like, okay, well, that doesn't mean you're not a shitty movie. Mm. <laughs> but home, like his first kill and okay, let me back up, back up, back up. So 400 years passes, 400 plus years passes in the time between when this girl was frozen and Jason into when they are found. Right. Great. So in, in that time, one person knows who Jason Voorhees is, right? That's it. Okay, yeah. so like, I, like I'm not saying like yeah. with the proliferation of true crime as it is in 2023, I'm just going to assume that the the arc of this movie contains that. I just I find that hard to believe that no one is like, hey man, this guy looks a lot like Jason Voorhees, right? Homeboy knows what a hockey mask is when well, he eventually when, when, yeah. when he when he was on Wikipedia, he, mm-hmm. he was like, no, no, when they find him, they're like, that's a hockey mask. Well, they, like, but that, they one they they didn't recognize it right away. The one person's like, "Oh, it's a hockey mask for some sport that was banned in 2024." Like, they, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, I yeah, get yeah, that. Yeah. But I what I'm it. saying is, it. if if you know what a hockey mask is, you probably know who Jason Voorhees is because he's probably the most famous user of the mask. Ooh, like, like I'm just saying, Casey Jones, the most famous person <laughs> who All used right. the mask. All right, he probably been in more movies. Probably been in more games. Probably, um, probably. I, I don't know. More, like maybe not more comics, but yeah. uh, it's just it's just a comedy of errors all the way around. Sending sending your military squad right. Like so, I get that greed is a major motivating factor into how everything <sighs> breaks down in this film, right? Yeah. Homeboy is like, I could make a lot of cash. I could make a lot of money just because he's an attraction, right? Um, again, he had a machete. Why isn't he restrained? Well, it's like so they think he's dead. They don't. It, they think he's I, dead. They can bring people back to life. As they think he's too far gone. They mention like, oh, he's never coming back. Like he's he's done. And he does come back on accident at that point. 
I don't care. Right? No, no, no. He wakes up on his own then, right? It's yeah. the end where they've blown him to bits and the, the nanobots rebuild him. Yeah. No, I just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's not... Res- he cut someone's arm off. On accident. Yeah. Like, he just <laughs> fell over in it. Yeah. And, they, and, and they're like, cool. No worries. We'll reattach it. But that's the only thing that we're going to do. Like, I don't... Like, I, I, in order to be killed in one of these movies, I think you have to be a moron. Um, yeah. And, and I mean, like... I think that's part of the appeal, right? Because like we, we get to see a bunch of idiots being killed. And I mean, at least he didn't have, at least Buster Rhymes didn't kick his ass in a house on fire. Okay. Uh, like at least, at least he at first got taken well, out by a sex bot. Well, I don't think it was ne- necessarily <laughs> primarily a sex bot. <laughs> Just, I'm going to defend Lisa Ryder's act. Uh, role choices. I do love every scene where he is like, where the, her head has been chopped off or whatever, yeah. which her head falls off. I don't know if you know, I rewound it like four times. I don't know if you caught it. You just her punched head, it off. Her head pops off right before, like when his, his hand is like <laughs> this far away from it. And the head goes, Ooh, uh, every time he's like holding the head, but it's literally just like her laying, like laying weird. And he's got his hand, like his arm around her neck to make it look like she's headless. Hilarious. <sighs> Hilarious. Uh, that, I, that, uh, guy, that guy, Chuck Campbell, was in 45 episodes of Stargate Atlantis. Yes. Well, as, Lisa... As Chuck the te- technician. Lisa Ryder and Lexa Doig, or Do- I think it's Doig, uh, were both in Andromeda mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lexa Doig played the, the computer. So it's just a very interesting swap of their two roles there. Uh, no, I, you're absolutely right. I, I, do, I do have to... Why didn't they cut his head off? Why didn't they? They in the movie, in the movie, canon in the movie, they say we spent two years trying to execute him. They electrocuted him and they hung him. Firing squad. I think they mentioned that. Why didn't they cut his head off? I have no idea. It's obvious that he can't. It can't happen. Like, like maybe it's because I'm a sick, twisted person. All I'm saying is that this dude killed 20 plus people over the course of however many years, Mm -hmm. if not more. It was 200. I think they said was the body count. Um, yeah, 200. Yeah. I would have drawn and quartered him. Yeah. I would have chopped him up into tiny little bits and buried them in cement so where no that, one could ever find him. <laughs> that actually uh, that actually reminds me, um, there's an, in an early season of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, there's a demon that is whatever, whatever, the indestructible or invincible or undying or whatever his, his title is. He's He can't die. And his cult of followers, he, the, what, it, what had happened was that he had gotten chopped up into separate pieces and all those pieces have gotten flown all around the earth or taken all around the earth and buried or whatever. So like, there's like half an arm over there. His head is over there. Thousands of miles. I'm like exactly like what you're saying. Just chop it into pieces, keep it separate, even though they're all alive. He gets reconstituted and he's like, you cannot kill me. He starts boasting. And then Buffy just pulls out a freaking rocket launcher. It just blows them to bits. And they take all the bits and they rebury all the bits. And I was like, "Yeah, that's, that's yeah. exactly what you should do. Launch him into I, the sun. Launch. Oh, like <laughs> he's in space now, right? Like, is he? I, I don't. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Look, I will. I will say I did enjoy. I did enjoy that uh, Lexa Doig's character, uh, Rowan, or however you pronounce it. Uh, she has like a good head on her shoulders the whole time. You act like you say like, you know, everyone's an idiot. Like, I don't think she was really an idiot. 
for most of the movie, she's the one who tells him, no, we have to freeze this guy right away. Yeah. What do you mean he's here? Show me his body. I don't believe you. Boom. Dead lab assistant. Right. Yeah. Like, I think she's like one head, one uh, step ahead. I mean, barely makes it out, but it, it is what it is. Uh, everyone who is in this movie should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> Even David Cronenberg. Is he, especially David Cronenberg. Is he the first? I, I mean, I, I can only assume. Is he the first director that's made an appearance as both director and actor? Because I don't think Mr. Suits has been in any of our. Oh, like in our in our podcast? Yeah. Mm, no. Uh, Mythica 4, the lady who had the airships and was dropping bombs off him. I think that was the director of mm. the film. Maybe she was a writer. Maybe it was, she was something, I think. Like mm. they were... Both of those people were involved in the the film in other ways. So yeah, and that okay. that was the same movie. Um, David Cronenberg trying to lend credence to Jason X. I swear <laughs> to God. Uh, no. In all seriousness, like the the plot is bad. The idea on paper is interesting. Like let's do a Jason. Let's do it, uh, Jason. Let's do a Friday the Thirteenth movie. Let's do it in space, right? Let's do sci fi stuff with it. I'm cool with it. Like Alien. I mean. Alien's not quite as slashery, right? But it's very, very close. And I know that like Friday the 13th actually came out after Alien. So it's almost like a full circle as far as that goes. Yeah. Um, but I mean, they did it. So it can be done. Jason is, I think the problem is that Jason's boring. He's an incredibly boring villain. He has no personal connection with any of the people. At the beginning, like the first, uh, I'm talking about, of course, the later movies, because yeah. this is the 10th one. I mean, the first one, he's not even killing anybody, right? Um, he's just some undead thing. But it's there's no connection. He's just killing people because he can't. They're not even... I mean, I guess they went out of their way to show that they're all sinners or whatever. Like, they're all... Uh, if I recall correctly, in the first Friday the 13th, it's actually his mother who's killing yes. everybody yeah. because some camp counselors had let, it, let, him, let him die, let him drown because they were fornicating instead of watching him. Like, you know, in the middle of the night when the kid was supposed to be sleeping and they have no way of knowing that he's up and out of his cabin because they don't check in on him every 20 minutes, whatever. She starts murdering people. Um, so like, there's some of that, but for the most part, he's just like, I'm here. I kill. Thank you. And it's like, that's, that's incredibly, that's incredibly boring. Uh, especially since he's just a big dude with a machete. It's not like, the Halloween movies or like you've already mentioned nightmare on Elm street. I mean, even alien, like, yeah, for the most part, it, it, it feels like you, we don't really know what its motivations are mostly just to, I mean, just to exist essentially. Uh, but it, but that's the whole point of that movie. It's alien. Right. And so it's just, it's just kind of boring. I mean, he doesn't I, run, he doesn't do anything. He just kind of shows up and in it. And those type of like supernatural, like he just, Oh, you turn and he's standing there. Like, how did he get out of the bindings at the beginning of the movie? No idea. But it's Jason, so he does it. I'm like, no, that's it's it's too boring. You can't do that with science fiction. Like, we need we yeah. need something else with it. I, and I, I think this movie is literally the worst movie. I, I mean, out of the five we watched for horror in space month, there's no contest for worst film. I mean, it's Jason X. I think there's a reason why there hasn't been a Friday the Thirteenth Friday the Thirteenth movie in almost fifteen years. And, and I think for the same reason for with Nightmare on Elm Street, right? It's just that there really isn't any reason for them to be around anymore. Like, mm -hmm. and and it's, I think part of it could be that there's, I I mean, they're still considered like not old horror, but just like um, there's so many new things. Like the guy who played Jason, 
um, which I, I knew this was going to be a terrible movie yeah. when you look on Wikipedia and it says starring and it's him, no one else. <laughs> so if, 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 if the star of the movie is the, is the person who plays a, a character whose face you never see and never says a word, I think that's, that says more than anything. Um, but like, so he, he was Jason for a long time. Uh, but then he also started playing other similar killers. Like yeah. he was a, a character named Victor Crowley in a, in a movie series called Hatchet. Which um, also stars. David Cronenberg. No. <laughs> I know Robert England's in one of them. I'm almost, a, oh, I think he's in the first one. I'm almost hundred yeah. percent. Uh, Hatchet two or three stars. Uh, one Jason Trost. Hmm. Fairly certain. Stars, or he's just in the movie? <laughs> I feel like he... Let's see. I'm double-checking it. I'm double-checking it. I don't recall. I don't yeah. recall. I, I I read about it. It's definitely not my type of film. I read about it. But, like, there's just... There's so many other... Like, cinema has definitely changed, and I'm not... we We're the wrong type of podcast to explain that. Oh, but yeah. I'm just, like, there's a reason why they don't make movies like this anymore, or at least... There hasn't been one in over a decade. It's just that there's not really anything interesting about them. Like, I, I don't even know how they still manage to make Halloween movies. I think it's just because Jamie Lee Curtis is like, well, I need a new yacht. <laughs> so, yeah, sure. go ahead. Sign me up, son. Yeah. Um, and I and I think Michael yeah. Myers, like, probably is more interesting because I think there's a lot, like, th there's a lot there. Like, when you're just a kid who's born evil. Like I think that that can be interesting. Uh, sure. You know, he he terrorizes one particular family, like for the most part. Like I th all the other movies where Jamie Lee Curtis and her family aren't involved, really aren't that good. The sure. aforementioned yeah. Busta Rhymes busting his ass. Huh. Um, I guess we found what he was. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> we found his weakness. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's really really fast rapping. Uh, but I mean, like the. Texas I mean, you're going you're to write like three songs in which you do really fast rapping and then make that part of your identity. What have you done lately? Yeah. <laughs> I'm calling you out right now publicly, Busta. Mr. Uh, Mr. Rhymes, <laughs> which is the whitest thing I've ever said in my god dang life. Uh, but like, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre is another great example. Yeah, but these are all films that came out in the 70s. Right? right. No, no. But what I'm saying That's is like, I'm saying like, yeah, there they, aren't they, any more. Just because they they came, that's it. There's only so much you can do in that space. Like, uh, no, but they keep making Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. Sure, like it was it. it uh, one came out in 2013, 2017, and 2022. Like that, that's what I'm saying. Like they they're able to make those movies because there's there's interesting things about Leatherface and that family. Like it's not just silent guy walking around with a machete. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is about a, a really screwed up family who yeah. kills and eats people for fun. Like, yeah. I don't know. And then for some reason, Matthew McConaughey's in the second one. <laughs> who knows? That's, a, that's the strangest movie appearance I think I've ever been. Like, I was watching the second one and I'm like, do, 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 do. Mr. McConaughey? Like, what? <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, like, when the girl gets in his truck, he's like, all right, all right, all right. I, uh, uh, wow. Did you see. The last Friday the 13th movie came out like 2009. No, I, I saw it. I saw it in the theater. I remember enjoying it. It was a reboot. I remember liking it. It gets right to the point. 
if you if you're wanting like a little more, a more modern rendition of old slasher films, I think it's a, a pretty good choice. No, but you're yeah. right. It, it, I think I think the problem is is that neither of us are into like I think I'm more into slasher films than any other type of horror, which doesn't say isn't saying a whole lot. But we've chosen a very poor example of it, <laughs> which I mean, which if it's the confines of our podcast and our theme for the month, horror in space, because they're in space. And like I said, I, I'm very sorry. I, <laughs> well, not only is it bad, but it's, just, it's also just not scary. And it because even if it, the film was bad, I might still get some jump scares or something. Right. I mean, I had a couple of ooh with the way that somebody died, but it was very like there were two of yeah. them. He froze that one girl's face off, and then the one guy gets screwed. Yeah. Everyone else is just pretty I, mundane. I think part of the issue could be that, like, the slasher genre has evolved. Like, now it's what's that? What's that? The movie with the people you can kill anyone you want, you can do whatever you want for 24 hours. Oh, Purge. Yeah, The Purge. Like, I think that's like the modern, maybe, yeah. Like, that's like the, the evolution of the slasher movie. It's just because you still, it's like a, it's gore. Yeah. And it's a lot of killing, but like, instead of it just being a singular, unstoppable killer now it's like there's a re like method to the madness i guess is what i'm trying to say sure um, did you did you ever see uh happy death day highly recommend it's a it's a slasher film combined with uh like a groundhog day scenario it is a black comedy there's a murderer and she keeps reliving the same day and dying to them and she's trying to figure out who it is mm. but yeah so it's a slasher film dark comedy with groundhog day conceit I, okay. uh, I really, really liked it. Yeah. Can we watch that instead of this? Next time I say, hey, let's watch sure. a Friday the 13th movie. Can we just rewatch well, this? Uh, for our, our next list of horror movies, I, w- I would really like for us to do The Witch. Oh, okay. Um, which I don't know if you've seen, but I, th- I think it's really good. Can we, uh, um, can we go back inside? <laughs> if if we we could, t- yeah, can we go back inside? For our next set of horror movies, can we watch Kazam? <laughs> I said horror, not terrifying. Um <laughs> I'd like to give a shout out to some of these actors. Yeah, let's do it. That we spent uh, how long? Uh, Forty minutes shitting on. Um, I don't think we. I so mean, maybe a little. Aforementioned Kane Hodder. Yes, I think he did a pretty good job for a silent guy in a mask. Uh, David Cronenberg, you know, idiot of the movie. Is he off the bat? Idiot of the movie. Why? What did he do? Uh, he he's the reason the movie happens. Wait, who? He's the he's Doctor Wimmer at the beginning. Who's like who? Doesn't order that him to be frozen immediately. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. Is it? Yeah, that's that's Doc, That's David Cronenberg. Uh, hold on, hold on. I don't believe you. Hold on. He, he's not the guy in the like the. He's not the like four hundred oh, year old guy or whatever. Yeah. Okay. I don't remember. I just. I guess I just don't remember him. Right. I I watched this movie. Very, I just rewatched it. I don't remember there being yeah. a doctor at the beginning. Just the uh, the sergeant or whatever. Yeah, well, there's, there's that guy who puts mm-hmm. the sheet on his head and then somehow manages to die. But then she's like, well, I want to freeze him immediately. Mm. And he's like, no, we're going to he's he can regenerate. We're going to experiment on him and then all hell breaks loose. Um, yeah. So, OK. It is the movie. Movie. Agreed. Um, Boyd Banks, who played Fat Lou, got the, the guy sitting in the chair, been in a bunch of stuff. Uh, uh, that guy, a yeah. definite that guy. Just a bunch of one episode appearances, 131 acting credits. Dude puts in the work. Shout out. Wow. Um, yeah. I love that headshot or just the, not a headshot, but that's yeah. a great IMDb pick. Peter Minsa, who played Blonsky, Bro- Brodsky. 
Brodsky. Brodsky. Big shout out. He's been in a bunch of stuff that I really like. Uh, <laughs> he's in 300. He's the emissary who gets yeah. Spartan kicked into the, the hole in the ground. Yeah. He, um, yeah. Uh, but he's also in Avatar. Didn't know that. Couple things. True Blood. Are there actors in Avatar? I thought it was all CGI. Yeah. Dead Space, The Incredible Hulk. Um, he's in an, he's in a couple episodes sorry. of Enterprise. I'm so um, sorry. But yeah, no. Shout out to him. And then uh, I think last but not least, uh, where is he? We already talked about Chuck Campbell. Where is maybe this is him? Barna Morich. No, not him. That's a that's soldier number one. Uh, I'm trying to find the guy with the the dreads. You know, what I'm talking about. I know exactly who you're talking about. I'm looking at the list. I think it's Dov Tiffenbach. 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 Maybe. Yeah, that looks like him. Yeah. No, just. Uh, significantly less dreads in this picture he like probably the most like i i know he like he's supposed to be some kind of comic relief or whatever but probably the most unintentionally funny part of this movie um is when he like gets his back broken because mm -hmm. he jumps on jason so he 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 and a he and this guy are playing some vr game where they're testing out oh, i don't i don't get it right or whatever uh but he has the funniest looking four-barreled heavy gun like, uh, I've been playing a lot of Fallout recently. He's holding it. I'm like, he doesn't have a high enough heavy gun skill. I can just tell you that right now. <laughs> you know, he goes into bats and he's got like a 50% chance to hit. Uh, no, but he like jumps like this dude is like, I don't know how big Jason is, but he's, he looks like he's 300 plus pounds and he's just, yeah, he's, uh, he, he's thick with five C's and he's got a, he's got a machete covered in blood. Or a, a like a, a a medical knife covered in blood, and his his move, right, is yeah. to jump on him <laughs> and like try to choke him. Like what? Like like when he when he got pulled over and his back broken, like I started laughing out loud. I it thought was it was so, the funniest part of the movie to me. It was funny. It was also it was also just like oh wait that's it that's okay I guess that's all you need. Yeah. Uh, Kane Hodder is six foot. Okay. Even I don't I I guess like I expected him to be much taller. It says peak height was six foot two. I mean I, I guess he's older and shrank. I don't know. Maybe or I maybe mean, his it, back. It could just be um like cinematography. Oh no! Yeah, the movie. Yeah. You mean there's because, movie magic in the movie? Because yeah. Peter Mensa is six foot three. Yeah, and they're apparently just as tall as each other. No, I just um, assumed. I guess I just assumed that the actor that or an actor and stuntman. Yeah. that they would get to play Jason would be, I mean, he is physically imposing even at six yeah. foot, but figured he'd be a lot taller. Yeah. Who? But yeah. That's um. other than Chuck, the technician who wins the award for a guy. I thought was a very young Matthew Perry for five seconds. Very young. Matthew Perry. <laughs> I was like, that's not Matthew Perry. He's way too old to be in this movie. Um, yeah. I, but. I mean, I, I want to give a shout out to, I already mentioned Lexa Doig and Lisa Ryder both being in Andromeda peak, not peak, eh, peak early 2000s, like super cheesy sci-fi. But I feel like Lisa Ryder, um, who plays the Android robot, uh, KM something, 14. I can't, there's yeah. some numbers in there KM or whatever. 14. Uh, she's in a lot of just science fiction, not probably not anything you would like, just, she just guest stars in this and that. And of course she was in this. Um, she was in Earth Final Conflict for a few episodes. Excuse me. 
the strain. Uh, the strain. Yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, almost every episode of Andromeda, Alphas, uh, she's in an episode of that. Uh, do, do, do. Total Recall, was, 2070. Yeah the, yeah, the TV series Total Recall from the uh, late 90s. Yes, that exists. Uh, we talked um, about it. We t- <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, oh, was Psy Factor. She's so, yeah, in Kung Fu. The legend yeah. continues. What a great, it's great. No, I just, I really, um, I don't think she's, like, I don't think she's the greatest actor of all time, but she's one of those like, oh, hey, it's her type. Yeah. You know, like you say that it's a that guy. She's definitely a that's a that woman, I guess. Yeah. She's a that guy for me. I really, I really enjoy her work. Uh, same with Alexa Doig. I like, I like everything she's in. Well, um, but I, mean, I think that she's like, she's doing a lot of um, like TV movies and series for like Hallmark or something like that. Like that's kind of where her career has taken her, which is all fine and good. Dang. Um. She, I think the last thing you might have seen her in, but it probably not, was in Arrow, where she plays Talia Al Ghul. I did see that. Um, yeah, fantastic. I, I, I maybe I don't remember. It's, we should. And again, we we made the joke. Anything after season one of the Arrow, season one or two of the Arrow, like I'm, I'm it all blends together for me. I'm not sure if I remember yeah. exactly what happened. A hundred percent. Okay, yeah. see here. Look, look at her, uh, her filmography here. Uh, an Aurora Tea Gardens mystery. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, hey, six, seven making, of them. She's making that money. Busting them out. Oh, yeah. She was in uh, Continuum, which I loved. That's that's a real good show. Smallville, a couple episodes. She's in Su- V. V, one episode of Supernatural, a few episodes of Eureka, underrated show. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. Several episodes of uh, Stargate SG-1. So she's Which episode of Supernatural? 109 episodes of Andromeda. Uh, so... She's definitely uh, a fantastic working actress. Um, and I know, like, I, I made fun of everybody for, I said everyone in this, being in this film uh-huh. was an idiot, but um, you can be a great actor or actress or, or uh, director and just pick the wrong project. And I really feel like this is probably just the yeah. wrong project for everyone involved. I, On the other hand, hey, you got paid. So I maybe I, I can't really blame you that much. You said it earlier, and I don't necessarily think that the concept is bad. I like, I actually think that. The idea of sending Jason forward in time would have really worked. Because like, sure. I, like, I, I don't even think they re- like they kind of discuss it a little bit, but like, and I was going to bring this up earlier, but you think after 500, almost 500 years, and, and this could be some Demolition Man stuff, like when there's a murder, death, kill, and there mm-hmm. hasn't been one in 50 years and no one knows what to do, right? <laughs> but yeah. they've got soldiers, they yes. have soldiers with guns so that they like who are familiar and are like they're trained so they know how to use these weapons and like I I think like it might have like had he just had they just woken him up five hundred years in the future, like on Earth, like instead of not having to go to space, you know, I think that might have been really fun. Or maybe they, they send him to space and he's just floating through it. Mm-hmm. And then someone picks him up, and then that's how it happens. Like I, I think it could have been executed a lot better. Like I don't hate sure. the concept. I like the pitch. The thirty-second pitch for this film is great. Yeah, like everything else just falls I don't apart. Need, I don't even necessarily mind that he got rebuilt by the nanites. Mm-mm. Like his design is kind of funky looking. Like he looks, yeah. he looks like the super shredder almost, like discount um, super shredder. Yeah, it, it's like. It, I don't know where this movie falls apart and, and it could, it could be the plot. It could be the acting. It could be the direction. I don't know, but I, I think it's not a terrible idea and it's, I'm sad that they never explored it again 
but maybe that's because it's too much of a gimmick, right? Because I think the Leprechaun movies kind of did that. They were like, we make this Leprechaun movie. It's about this evil Leprechaun, leprechaun who movies. makes people's wishes, dream, dreams come true, and then he kills them, right? Yeah. Um, spoilers. But then he <laughs> goes, then he goes to the hood, Leprechaun in the hood, and he utters probably the single funniest line in any horror movie that I've ever seen, which is a friend with weed is a friend indeed. Warwick Davis says that. And, yes. then, and then proceeds to indulge. Yes. <laughs> I was like, I was watching it like, I was like 18 or 19 at the time. And I was like, that's the guy from Willow. <laughs> what is he doing? <laughs> Getting paid. Uh, and then I think he ends up going to space. I think this was just that era where yeah. you just, you, you take these characters, you take these, the, the I don't want to say horror icons, but you, you I would take, call, I would call Jason a horror icon well, for sure, but I, I see what you're saying. I'm yeah. not, I'm not saying just horror icons. Like it was just like, like there was that weird era in like 2002 to 2004 where there was there was always a sequel to a movie and the sequel had to have a kid for whatever reason. We had a great idea. You know what will increase its appeal? Yeah. We had a kid in so we could sell more merchandise to the kids. Yeah. 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 Like in The Mask of Zorro when they have a daughter at the end of the movie and the sequel all of a sudden is, is a boy. I don't know. It's not my place. It's not my place. It's not my place. Are you uh, <laughs> misgendering that poor kid? No, they, that it's that's canon. Um, no, it, I just I think they like this was the gimmick time. They were just like we have no idea what to do. Studios are just giving money to anybody. I mean, this movie had an this movie had an eleven to fourteen million dollar budget, which I'm not sure how you can have a discrepancy of three million dollars. But it made yeah. seventeen million dollars at the box office, so it's not like it. It made money. It just didn't no, make. I, mean, I, I think it, it didn't make to enough because I'm like marketing money and whatnot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But Jim Isaac directed this. Let's look at Jim Isaac's filmography here, real quick. You know, yeah, let's, let's not it. look at Jim Isaac's filmography. What's wrong uh, with Jim Isaac's filmography? I'm pulling it up on the screen. Uh, Hold on. <laughs> really Isaac. Is it much one? Um, oh, he, he did some special oh, effects he, on Return of the Jedi. Passed. Oh, he's gone. It's, uh, it says on his IMDb, 1960-2012. Very sad. But like uh, he he directed the horror show, <laughs> Skinwalkers, for existence, and then Pig Hunt. Yeah, he he didn't do a lot as far as a director. So looks like he, it was mostly special effects. Yeah, all horror. He did special effects for Deep Star Six. That's a good one. But yeah, I mean, like Look who's I, talking to? Yeah, I mean they gave they gave Homeboy a shot and it just didn't work out. Enemy Mine. Oh, he did. He was a creature technician in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, so he probably did the. Ewoks. You think he did the Ewoks? I can't think of any other creature in that movie. Hold on. Creature to Rancor? That's not that's not that movie. Yeah, it is, because when the girl drops. Oh, the Rancor. Sorry, I was thinking of yeah. the I was thinking of the uh uh there's a Rancor. I mean there's also Jabba the Hut. Any any number of creatures inside mm -hmm. Jabba's Palace. Sorry, you said Rancor and I was thinking of the Wampa for oh. whatever reason. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's the wrong movie, but I, no. I was wrong. I was wrong. No. I'm not gonna defend it. Like, I don't think the directing is where this, like, I don't think the directing in this movie is bad. I think it's mostly the script, but look, we're, we're kind of splitting hairs. I really don't think there's any one person to blame for how bad this movie is. I think it was just doomed uh, from the beginning. Let's see. Production company, Crystal Lake Entertainment. Well, I mean, that's just. Let's see. Who is the CEO of Crystal Lake Entertainment? Uh, Sam S. Cunningham. Okay. I'm gonna blame him. He's We're gonna blame him. He's the person to blame for this. Film. Uh, we mentioned Supernatural. I didn't realize that Jared Padalecki played the lead in the Friday the Thirteenth reboot. 
I don't think I, I saw knew who he was when I saw that. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Nice little like every like I guess like Supernatural's been around forever. Like everyone has been in an episode. Like it's like in the like used to be everyone was in an episode of Law and Order at some point, <laughs> and then it was like CSI, and now it's also Supernatural. It just started season ten of Supernatural. Oh yeah, the darkness uh, has arrived. <laughs> I, uh. th- can I attack the darkness? <laughs> What's the role? Yeah, the darkness. <laughs> The darkness. Uh, uh, overall, do not recommend. Not worth the price of subscription. If you're a huge Friday the Thirteenth nerd, you've already seen this. Otherwise, it is so skippable. Um, maybe if you are imbibing, <laughs> you could enjoy it. If you indulge, uh, if you indulge a little bit. I don't. Uh, I don't have an idiot of the movie because I think the list is too long. So I think I'm just going to stick with your choice of Doctor Wimmer, played by one uh, Cronenberg, David Cronenberg. What a wasted cameo. Um, <laughs> like when he showed up, I was like, that's David Cronenberg. <laughs> I, just, I missed it entirely. I but I was guy. mostly just like, what is happening? Yeah. What is happening? What is happening? Yeah. The only reason why I even recognized him or knew what he looked like is because we watched Videodrome and I saw his IMDb. Like I saw his IMDb. Yeah. So I knew what he looked like. Gotcha. Recently. Gotcha. Um, so what a, what a stark departure. <laughs> Oh, uh, how if, the mighty have fallen. Now that we're <laughs> finally out of horror in Space Month, give us one more, Chris. Horror in space. In space. Kill, 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 kill. Now that we're finally done with horror in Space Month, we'll be back to our, our normally scheduled programming. Uh, if you have suggestions for other things we should watch, any other science fiction or science fiction adjacent television shows or movies, uh, the more independent, the better. Uh, send them our way, sci-fi-wiseguys at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on the social media at sci-fi-wiseguys. Stay healthy, stay hydrated. And in 450 years, if, you, if you're listening to this and you're on the planet, do not revive me from a cryogenic pod because I'll kill you. And everyone on your spaceship. <laughs> somehow blow that spaceship up (laughs) with my machete (laughs) bye guys bye today's world arthritis day I don't know if you can see that nope don't see it bottom right hand corner Right there. Oh, there it is. So today everybody gets arthritis. Fucking A, dude. I don't know if that's what that means.